because you know why? He's a Frankenstein's monster. Ugh, he's grotesque. <laughs> he's so grotesque. <laughs> this is part of the lore now, is that we have Frankenstein monsters fighting in the U.S. Army. Why well, is this always a challenge? It's always hunting season. And then when it's always hunting season. Lock the doors. Don't let him out. Now, 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 everyone, just calm down. If you let me talk to him and you'll go in the kitchen, I'll handle this as father to son. But, Herman, I... Billy, dear, I know what's best for my little boy. And after you come back in here, I guarantee you I will have the whole thing solved. Excuse me, but uh, are we going someplace? No, we aren't going anyplace. But I'm running away from home. How do we start? Oh, yeah. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to another amazing, one of a kind season two episode of The Monster Hunters, the only show that dares to shun. She stares in the eyes of quality mm. entertainment and says, You, there's no room here for you. Mm-mm. We're watching a 60 mm-hmm. year old sitcom about a Frankenstein's monster and his grotesque family. My name is Derek, and I am, of course, a monster hunter still. And joining me, as he always does, we are not at the monster headed table of monsterism or monster, we are still in. The the lounge area of the man cove here in oh, yeah. Monster Hunter's compound. So sitting here on the sectional alongside me is the one and only Shun DMC himself, Keith. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm KG. I'm Monster Hunter. Man, the acoustics in this place, I mean, they're fantastic. They are fantastic. You're right. There's there's no lies there. And you know, you know how I know the the ultimate test of these acoustics will be. Another person in the room here with us. Yeah, he's the Dr. Dre of Kansas, the master of disaster, and who knows what else in season two? It's Terry. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's me, Terry. That's right, the master of disaster himself has returned, and uh, I just convinced the uh, the staff to not run away from the command cove. So they're oh, they're going to stick around, I think. Well, we we need to explain, right? We're in the man cove. We took that. Mm-hmm. We took some time off from after season one. And we left the the compound and we gathered and watched that cat movie from space or whatever it was called. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. went to the man mm-hmm. cove because it's like it's more chill here. But after we were leaving that night, looked out across the the bay and the compound was burning to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, all our hard work and ashes, but it's yeah. like a phoenix; it'll rise again, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But while the the remaining living staff are out there with hammer and nail putting it back together, <laughs> we'll be out here at the man cove recording. <laughs> for yeah, the brick un- by brick, and we're looking at the windows. They slowly mm-hmm. yeah put them together again yeah. for the yeah. foreseeable future. I really wish we had some of those navies around again to do the work. Oh well. Oh god, yeah. And I, I they're, they're real strong. They they can really move stuff around quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should body swap with them um it's a real shame about the panhandler he didn't make it i don't think yeah uh, a, a lot of stuff I, perished in the flame luckily <laughs> the the staff finally had got the opportunity to leave after keith kept them around for the break um <laughs> they're like we're 
we need a day. And I was like, we'll just take a day. And yeah, I think they, I think they left the prime rib cooking. That's what happened. There's a chance one of them burned down the building as a final, you know, farewell to Keith. Mm-hmm. But we'll never know. We'll never know. But in the meantime, here we are in the man cove, um, cozy, enjoying ourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> prime rib nachos. We're going to watch season <laughs> two and talk about that. But before we get into that, <laughs> how are you guys doing? Oh, yeah. I like that we still get prime rib, but it's a more casual. Yeah, more casual. Oh, yeah. yeah. Prime rib naturals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm good, man. I'm good. It's it's nice to be back here. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's nice. I've been sitting on the beach all day, just looking at the waves, watching the, the, the building get put back together slowly, you know, giving tips as I can from across the <laughs> the what would you call the channel yeah uh, a little to the left with that one no mm, not quite they they really appreciate my help so yeah i saw terry out there he had a like a a line tied to his big toe and it was like right into the water with a hook on it and a bobber mm-hmm. casual oh, yeah. fishing mm-hmm. like tom sawyer style that's a, oh yeah that's, that's the only way it. to do it yeah well i'm glad you guys are doing good i'm mm-hmm. doing well myself i'm ready to record some I'm I'm I am locked and loaded. I'm primed. I, I, I say that because recently we got a bunch of snow at the house, and I'm glad to be at the compound where it's warmer. But at the house, we got like mm. nine inches of snow. Oh God! Out there, and I was thinking about you know starting up the snow blower and doing that and all the steps. And one of them's priming it. And it's like boy, got to push that little button like seven times. Mm-hmm. That's how I am right now. And I've been primed. <laughs> yeah, we, that, that's just how, yeah, we, every, before every recording, we have to press the button on Derek's back seven times and then yeah, he's ready to go. Yep. yep. I push button start. So make sure I'm plugged in and then mm-hmm. we rock and roll. But before we rock and roll, we got to, oh my God, the, with the compound burnt down, we don't have our cathedral full of books. Man, we just were about to sign that naming rights contract too. <laughs> I know. Like, oh. It was like a billion dollar deal, <laughs> like a 10 year deal. I mean, so we had to do this for 10 more years. And now we're lost. We're lost. Mm. We're lost. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's weird that all the ghosts burned up too. That's kind of weird. I didn't think that could happen. It but. is weird that they ended up just being paper lanterns. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, maybe the oh. whole time. Yeah. They were just paper lanterns. Highly flammable. It seems weird to keep all this together in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you gonna do? But I guess in lieu, oh Keith, w- without the almanac, what do we have? Oh, I took the other one that was wrapped up. You know, I wanted oh, to take it home right. and, and take a look at it. Up. Yeah, it's what's it called? Volume two. <laughs> volume two. <laughs> All right, so here we are. we're gonna sit here on the couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna pull the little recliner. Mm-hmm. Lean back, Terry. He's gonna pull the recliner and lean back on his end. Uh-huh. And there, Keith, he's going to stand up and stand in front of the fireplace. Yep. Um, blocking the TV. So we have to pay attention oh, to him. Of course. And Dang. he's going to give us this week's Monster Hunters Almanac, Monster Hunters Almanac Volume 2 tidbit factoid fact, tidbit shit seat, not psalm, just whatever of the week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, we found this other uh, volume two of the Almanac. Uh, it's a little bit different uh, than mm. the original one. I'm, I'm not sure what the previous uh, generations of Monster Hunters had going on, but they, they changed some stuff up on us. Uh, and this one basically kind of tells you a little bit about what happened uh, when, uh, what was going on when this episode originally aired. 
Oh my goodness! Oh, so okay. uh, like a this time capsule of sorts. Pr- pretty much, pretty much. So I it sounds like we're probably gonna get this each week, some oh, variation, I'm sure. Uh, so this uh, originally aired on uh, September 16th, 1965. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so uh, I got some things specifically about that, but then also uh, things that happened basically during the week of. So from September 12th through the 18th. Oh, what so day the, was 16th? Was that a Thursday? Thursday. It was okay. a Thursday, Derek. And uh, just so you know, it was the 259th day of the year, 1965, the 37th Thursday of that year. And uh, if we find any old 1965 calendars sitting around here, let's hold on to them because we can use them again in 2027. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, This episode aired 57 years, four months, and 16 days ago. Wow. That's been 20,958 <laughs> days. <laughs> Wait, um, hold on. So the, the previous generations of the Muster <laughs> Hunters wrote this down as if they knew you were going to read it on this day. That is well, I um they had they had their they had they had their dates down. I did I did a little math to, to figure uh, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh it's been two thousand nine hundred and ninety-four weeks. <laughs> oh, uh <laughs> Uh, this is based on recording day, so. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, yeah. <clears throat> based on data published by the United Nations Population Division, six billion two hundred twenty-five people have died since then. Uh, no, actually, um, <laughs> oh. there was um, one hundred sixteen million seven hundred sixty-six thousand sixty-one babies born throughout the year of nineteen sixty-five. Estimated that. 319,907 were born on September 16th of 1965. Wow. That's about one baby, or I mean, 222 babies every minute. Okay. Wow. They're really yeah. popping off for the monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so I think each week we're going to have a couple facts just about the date itself. Um, but then we have some other things. So, what, what kind of some things that maybe happen? All those numbers are going to be like times seven times seven times 24 or like adding just an additional seven mm. days on to it and stuff. I, there might be some other little factoids oh, that okay, come up okay. every now and then too. Yeah. It may not be exact every single time. There's some other things that, that pop up. I didn't want to spoil okay. everything right away. Now, uh, what was going on? Like I said, the week between uh, the 12th. So on the Sunday, all the way through Saturday, the 18th. Well, uh, let's talk about, you know, we talk about the monster. So let's talk about TV. Uh, Googie Returns, everybody. Lost in Space oh. premiered on September 15th, 1965. Wow. Um, obviously, this is the kickoff of a new season. So a lot of shows started up uh, at that time. Uh, this Lost in Space is not one of those shows. I think we might have discussed this a little bit when we talked about the Googie episode. But like, I watched this a ton when I was a kid. And even though it was in black and white, I don't think I ever connected that it was a, a show from the 60s that like wasn't like a current show that I was watching that like mm. that happened to me a lot. Like the Batman 66 Batman, especially cause that was in color. Like it took me a long time before I knew that that wasn't like an eighties show. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Hogan's heroes, September 17th, that debuted a little uh, sitcom about world war two. And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, yep. no, it's not about world war two specifically. <laughs> it's, it, it's about, uh, people in a, in a Nazi concentration camp, aren't they? What <laughs> prison camp? That's what it is. Yes, really. That's what yes. Hogan's Heroes is about. And yes. it's, is it like funny? Yeah, uh, it well, was at the time. Is, 
Colonel Clinch, yeah. right? Yeah, there's the stupid oafish Nazis, and then mm. it's not a concentration camp, I guess. It's more of a prison camp for mm. uh, allied, <clears throat> you know, led by oh, uh, what's his name from The Price is Right? Uh, not Price is Right, uh, Family Feud. Uh, uh, what is his name? Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson's in that show. Yes, he is. That so that was um that was Friday night viewing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, NBC, though, said, hey, we're not messing around Saturday night. Uh, this was t- September 18th of that week. They debuted Get Smart, wow, uh, which was Mel Brooks and Buck Henry's spy spoof starring Don Adams, Barbara Feldon and uh, Edward Platt. And then they backed that up with I Dream of Genie, which debuted uh, with Barbie Eden as a 2000 year old genie and Larry Hagman as an astronaut who becomes her master. Mm hmm. Mm. So some pretty big things uh, dropping TV wise there. Oh, but so um, the main character of I Dream of Genie is an astronaut. Yes. What? Yes. Wow. Okay. So you I wish believe... I could go to the moon, or this he was like, yes. already, he was already an astronaut well, when the genie showed have been up. Going to the moon yet? Because it's sixty five, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So it was like a. It must have been part of the astronaut program to go to the moon. Mm. But I think mm-hmm. he's in like an orbiter that crashes in the ocean and on an island he finds the genie oh cool okay or at least that's what the opening animation always led me to believe okay it'd be cool if he found it on the moon he like dug up this (laughs) moon genie (laughs) yeah how did this get here Mm. man i you know i know i've seen i dream of genie i've seen episodes here and there but i always remember when uh they would show up on Mm scooby-doo and they always had um like genie's brother or cousin or his the Yapple Dapple. It's like oh, a. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, like a, a, a heavy set gene. Like whenever he, like whenever he went to do his trick or whatever it was, he would go Yapple Dapple. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, and it would go wrong. Um. So that's TV stuff right there. Uh. All shows then that were competing with, uh, the monsters, not directly, but you know, uh, you know, I'm sure people couldn't watch everything at the, that time. You know. Well, it's impossible. You only mm-hmm. had really one TV and no DVR. So, yeah, no streaming services that could just repeat the no. stuff over and over. Closest you could do is write it down word for word and repeat it later. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's insane. <laughs> I had explained to my kids the other day that I'm like, I'm like, you guys understand, like, I didn't have streaming. I didn't have the internet when I was a kid. Like, if I wanted to watch something, if I missed it, if I missed like G.I. Joe, because we got home late from school like i had Never to wait saw it. <laughs> i had to wait until they re-ran it like you know 20 weeks later or something like that i hope i saw it again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh moving on to music let's move on to music here uh on september 13th the beatles won their first grammy nice. uh, in 1965 as best group and that same day they released uh their hit song yesterday oh wow nice okay yep. meanwhile uh help was number one song in the country Enjoying its second of three weeks at number one. And that's when they won their first Grammy? Really? Yeah. They were best group in 1964, from 1964. Hmm. So they won right. the 65th, 65th Grammy. Also, on September 16th, British singer Davy Jones changes stage name. <laughs> Davy Jones? Yeah. To okay. David Bowie. Oh, oh my God. Right. He was Davy right. Jones? Because I did not Davey, know this. There was Davy Jones was on the on the monkeys as well. 
And that's why he changed it. So there that's wouldn't be any confusion. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, I had just heard news. that factoid not that long ago. Interesting. Yeah, I did. I, I had not known that. I'm like, that's crazy. Like mm-hmm. I just think of a squid man when I think of David mm-hmm. Jones. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he's got a locker. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the number one movie was the sound of music. Nice, um, nice. And the interesting part that I find about that was that it was released in March of 1965 and was still just crushing it in theaters. <laughs> September um, of 1965. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And according to the numbers.com, there were no September releases in 1965. <laughs> and the what? sound of the sound, they have August and then they have October. And then wow. the sound of music had 57% of the box office for that year. Oh my God. Dear God. People yeah. were so starved for entertainment that they would go watch the sound of music over and over and over and <laughs> over and again. over again. And yet I've never Oof. seen it. No, me neither. Yeah. I don't think I have no. either, but I, if I remember right, it is also about World War II. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's no like, uh, there's no major news, news type stuff, but there was some sports things that happened. Willie Mays hit his 500th home run. Nice. Mm. Mickey Mantle played his 2000th game. Nice. Uh, I had Mickey Mantle day at Yankee Stadium. And then we got some birthdays. Okay. Comedian Jeffrey Ross was born on the 13th. <laughs> and everyone's favorite high school football coach, uh, Kyle Chandler, was born on September 17th. I don't know who that is. Friday Night Lights. Oh, I still don't know who that is. He's in Godzilla, the Godzilla movies. Oh, which one? The new ones? Yeah. Um, he was in uh, King of Monsters. He's the dad. Yeah, that, that guy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Coach Eric Taylor. Come on, people. <laughs> I have never seen Friday Night Lights. Oh, you're you're missing out. The show's fantastic. Okay. Well, I've never some seen early, some, early, for me. Some, some early Michael B. Jordan. Kyle Chandler. No, yeah, fair enough. Yep. And uh, yeah, so there we go. We got. Oh man, that slap of the book is a starter's pistol. I've reclined even further. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I grabbed over, grabbed some Cheetos. Oh, but we gotta go in the skooma because we literally have to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think I think if if I sit down in my recliner and I recline back, so all three of us recline, does it lower? (laughs) Yeah, it'll lower backwards down (laughs) into lower to the 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 sub cavern whatever it is yep, mm-hmm. yep. where the skooma is kept that's right and we've made some modifications it's uh it got damaged in the fire but um it's back and now it's the skooma x it's extreme <laughs> <laughs> oh extreme skooma <laughs> yeah all right well everybody recline and we'll lower ourselves down into the the, the skooma chamber mm-hmm. all right this is really slow <laughs> yeah, well, the like street park comes later. Yeah, right. Now. Yeah, well, while we go down there, I'm going to are those uh, are those, are those Twizzlers? Twizzlers? Oh. Yeah, there's there's some oh, red no. shit floating in the air for some reason. I don't get it. <laughs> smeared all over the walls. He smeared over the walls. All right, finally we're down here. Okay, oh, everybody on no the more, skooma. This is no more comings and leavings from. Oh, Keith, mm. I thought we were going to mm. leave all the things from season one behind. Mm. That's why the, some, some things just right. can't be burned away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We finally reached, uh, you know, solid earth. Everybody into the skooma so Captain Terry can take us. We don't have to go three miles out. Oh. But we do have stuff to go three miles out, but we don't have to travel three miles because we're already a quarter mile out off the shore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
that's awesome though like in the ride down we got switched into our skooma suits this is great <laughs> yes it, it's <laughs> a lot like the bad cave just it was mm-hmm. very slow moving uh i was the robot hands that come out and undress and dress us uh pinched a little bit too hard um, mm-hmm. yeah we're still trying to adjust that sorry yeah i put on a couple pounds since we got fitted for our skooma suits so mm-hmm. i, I well, suck I... it in while he <laughs> while the robot hands <laughs> button my pants for me that's mm-hmm. okay yeah all right so here we go we're gonna go three miles out into international waters and then dive deep deep down to the gates of hell uh because we need to find out more and terry's gonna tell us in the skooma <laughs> Yes, all of, all of this episode's greatest secrets lie deep within the bowels of hell, and that's where we're going to find it. That's um, where the script for this episode came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they got around a, a pentagram summoning circle, and yeah, Satan recited <laughs> line for line this episode. Oh, man. <laughs> and one bound script just appeared in flames in front of them. Yes. Guy thumbed through it and said, works for me. Yeah. And then <laughs> they were off. That's it. Yeah. That's and, and that guy was like the janitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this episode was directed by Ezra Stone. Um, He's back. Yes. The the great reign of Ezra has begun. Not um, Ezra Pound or Emma Stone. But Ezra no, Stone. Ezra Stone. Yes. Yes. Uh, season two is where he has most of his episodes, though we've already talked about him a few times. Mm hmm. To me, he's most known for being Tivis's from the Monster Cast favorite director, <laughs> but you know he's done other stuff too. That's <laughs> <laughs> his claim to fame, I think. For, yeah, for me. Um, but he did stuff like Lost in Space, uh, My Living Doll, Lassie, boring stuff like that. Um, I don't really have much new to say about him. Honestly, we've already talked about him so much. But uh, you know, his I think his father was a chemist. So there you go. That's a little fun nice. tidbit. You know, so he must have got some fumes from a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cradle him as he's doing some sort of, yeah, horrible biochemical Fume experiment. Work. Yes, fume work, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this episode was written by Joe Conley and Bob Mosher. Um, mm-hmm. speaking of how much more can I say about these two, you know, oh, like boy. we've talked about these guys a million times, of course, mm-hmm. they're the founding members of the, Be- the Beaver Squad, you know, they created Leave It to Beaver. And uh, to me, they're most famous for creating the story concept for the movie Major Pain, which Keith apparently had a poster of at some point. In his <laughs> life. We were supposed to leave uh, <laughs> season one in the past. Is that what we oh, said? Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. I just I, I see the Major Pain poster that you put up in the, the skooma and I can't help but you'd be reminded. Um, we're about halfway through these guys act is writing credits for them. Um, but don't worry, they have produced every single episode of the show. So even if they don't write it, they're always there lurking in the background as their presence can be felt for miles. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's comforting in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some guest stars for this. We got, uh, Michael Petit as Charlie Pike. And, uh, this may surprise you, but, uh, a, a, a man played Olga, the dancing bear. This was not what? a real bear. <laughs> Who's Charlie Pike in this episode? Uh, the little boy, so- Eddie's friend. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Olga, the dancing bear, was played by Jonas Prohaska. I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. Uh, but nobody's going to correct me. Uh, there was no actual bear in this. It was this guy. So sorry to break the illusion for everyone listening. But 
Yeah. Uh, Michael Petit, he has 39 acting credits on IMDb from 1959 to 2002. He doesn't really have a lot of major roles. It looks like, like he kind of did the whole like kid actor thing where he did his rounds on a few shows as like a child, you know, the new kid character or whatever. He was in Gunsmoke, Bonanza, Beverly Hillbillies, uh, the Andy Griffith show, stuff like that. Um, he's from Belgium originally. And it looks like later in his career, he like returned at least to like the Europe area. I don't know if I don't know where he went. There wasn't much info, but he was doing some like foreign films and stuff. So <laughs> that's why I assume he went back there. Um, they did a movie called Full Speed, which is a drama about some kids in France that uh, they kind of have some sort of love triangle thing going on. Uh, there's also a movie he did called Porn Theater. Uh, that was also a love triangle, actually, between uh, mm. a cashier, mm. a 50-year-old man, and a projectionist. So <laughs> that is an interesting <laughs> concept. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and they all love each other in mm. some way, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I did not look up too much about this. I think if I remember right, I, I read the um, the summary. No, that was for uh, full speed. Somebody, it was a fan wrote summary, and it, you could kind of tell because the grammar is really weird, but onto the bear actor jonas prohaska he has 36 acting credits on imdb from 1966 to 1974 and it seems like he actually was kind of like a specialist on playing animals on tv because that's mostly what he did uh he played gorillas and bears for the oh, most part I, I wonder if he was the gorilla in uh the episode last season no sorry he wasn't unless <laughs> 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 he was like uncredited he maybe he was i don't that know that was his big break it was his tryout performance. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how they got he got the foot in the door for this one. Um, mm -hmm. He also played the occasional bird monster, but mostly it was yeah, gorillas and bears. Uh, his biggest recurring role was as Cookie Bear on the Andy Williams show. Mm. I don't really know what that is, but mm -mm. I mean, if it's got cookies, I think it seems pretty cool. And Andy uh, Williams, yeah, and, and if Andy Williams is there, I mean, all the better. Yeah, I can't think of a better combo than Andy <laughs> Williams and, and cookies. Andy Williams. Nope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, Cookie Bear, I guess, was part of some like reoccurring sketch that they would do on the show. He must have been a very popular character. <laughs> of, of, course was was. Awesome. of course he was. I bet you it was amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, Cookie they did, they did. Bear, and there's a bear like eating cookies. And <laughs> oh, it. No. I love chocolate <laughs> chip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it talks too. Oh, <laughs> uh, he also played a variety of creatures on the Red Skeleton Hour. Mm -hmm. um, he was ah. Tab, Tab the Gorilla, Buster the Boxing Bear, a Chimpanzee, Taxi Cab Driving Bear, yeah. a Halloween Ghoulie, and a Giant Teddy Bear. Nice. So yeah, this guy, he's a, he is a specialist. He's, he knows how to play a lot of different animals. He only had a few movie credits, though. He was in something called Pussycat, Pussycat, I Love You, mm -hmm. uh, which is, I guess it's about a playwright who moves to Rome to consult some psychiatrist about his fears of balding. And he's worried he's losing his marriage. However, the trailer makes me think it's really just about a playwright who uh, goes to Rome and like tries to seduce all the women there. I don't really know. I think that might be why the marriage is failing. Uh, he's got like four love interests in the trailer. Mm. He's got like his wife. He's got the secretary, the secretary's niece. He's got, it's like a lot of different people. The John Preska is in the trailer. If you're wondering where he comes in on all this, he plays a gorilla named Milton. Who is also in love with the main character? Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and he's in the trailer, which is awesome. Yeah, Milton yeah. shows up and he goes, I love you. So the gorilla does that? 
<laughs> yeah, the girl says that to him. <laughs> yes. Wow. Huh. Wow. So, yeah, I was kind of bored by the trailer, but then when the gorilla showed up, I got kind of hyped. I didn't expect you know him to be on screen, but I think yeah. he's a central character to the plot. So that sounds amazing. That could be his pinnacle right there, Jonas Prohaska's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Olga was his pinnacle. I'm pretty sure Olga was his pinnacle. But uh, yeah, anyways, I think, you know, I know this is the, the Skuma X. It's all extreme, but you can only be down by the depths of hell for so long. But uh, we should probably head up. It's it's I'm starting to feel the heat, but we can't go too fast or, you know, the Skuma bins will hit like usual yes. just because. So, yeah, we'll just slowly rise, you know, follow the current as it goes um, yeah, take us all to right. the surface. So uh, the ghost of Ezra Stone waving at us. Mm. Oh, hey, guys. It might be Ezra Stone. Uh, while I wait for you guys to reemerge from the depths of hell, uh, <clears throat> my tidy up here in the wait, cave. Wait, where did Derek, Derek's not in here with yeah, us? No, I, I left a while ago. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I left long ago. I've been up here for a minute. I've been listening to you guys over the intercom. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm looking at where he was sitting, and it's just a bunch of pillows under a blanket. What? Yep, I, I did do that. Yeah. Um, there's a rubber glove sticking out the side, so you think I, <laughs> I was still sitting there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Derek, wipe in that rubber glove. It's like, ah, don't worry, don't worry. That was the big uh, switcheroo, so you wouldn't uh, suspect that I had left. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked. Well, I, thought, yeah. I thought it was weird. You were you were, you wanted to wear a hat and some glasses today yeah, well, indoors. It seemed weird, yeah, but okay. It's what I do when I go in the skooma. Uh, <laughs> well, we gotta look cool. It's extreme. We got sunglasses. We got hats. I figured season two will do things different. I'll wear one rubber glove, a hat, and some glasses. <laughs> He's just trying to wrap look, up in a yeah. blanket and you know just sit here and listen quietly. Yeah. Wow, I love gotta it. Sell, gotta sell those action figures again in season two. We need the variants. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The new variant, Derek variant, Stuma Extreme. Mm-hmm. Got one little glove on. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy that. That sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. I'll make him fight my uh, like Captain America action figure, Derek X versus Captain America. Who <laughs> oh, yeah. Derek X. We're back from the skooma, and here we are. In, back at the man cove, you know, they were doing mm-hmm. their thing. Uh, wood paneling. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, fireplace, yeah. mantle, Keith's books up there filled with I mean, tedious facts about the time <laughs> <laughs> and days. Uh, over in the corner, there's Oh boy, I wish we had a stuffed bear in this room that would make it this, oh, this episode yeah. that much better. I'm, sure we, can, I'm sure we can get yeah. one. We we will procure a stuffed bear. We should have got one for this episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're we're not only monster hunters, but we hunt other things. <laughs> we we are wild gate, we're big game hunters <laughs> yes. as well. Oh, I, I thought we would just like hopefully a listener would bargain send us hunters. One. We're bargain hunters. We're bargain hunters. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. We're looking for a, a, a moderately priced stuffed bear. <sighs> but before we do that, before we find our look through the penny saver, let's talk about <laughs> season two, episode one, Herman's Child Psychology. As Keith mentioned earlier, this son of a bitch came out uh, <laughs> September 16th, 1965. The write-up says, Eddie runs away when one of his friends convinces him that all parents are mean. It gets a 7.1 on IMDb, one of the lower scored episodes of the Munsters run. Yeah, that's pretty low. Mm-hmm. What's that, Keith? I don't understand it. <laughs> I do. I, I, don't, uh, I don't know how they could do that. 
Oh man, I'm gonna tell you what. Before we even start, we took we finished up season one, and then we talked about season one. Then we mm. took a week off. Then we watched a movie that had nothing to do with monsters, other than the fact that a few people that were in the monsters at one point were in this movie. Yep. And not in leading roles, just in bit no. roles that were in the background that no yep. one knew about. <laughs> one person, I don't think we even figured out who she was in the movie. Didn't know where she was at. <laughs> but we talked about it. Then we took another week off. And then I had way too much stuff going on. I couldn't record. So we took another week off. Mm-hmm. That's like five weeks since we've watched Monsters. Yeah. Maybe six because we recorded early in December. So we went doing it at the holidays. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So we haven't watched a Munsters episode probably in close to two months. Palette should be cleansed. We should be oh, yeah. coming in this fresh, ready to rock and roll. Scraped clean. Scraped yes. clean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I even put a new disc in. Like I had to take out the old disc. <laughs> oh, it was season two. New case man, even. I was yeah. tempted to videotape me like opening it up. Like, <laughs> why <laughs> for posterity yeah well because that's obviously the only thing that was in my in my blu-ray player was the the disc from season one nobody else uses it <laughs> so i was like oh man i should like video like taking out opening it opening up the new one it'd be great yeah there's nobody, far- else, there was nobody else around to help me with it and i didn't want to like oh. shaky camera it so it'd be our oh. uh for our documentary derek we're making a mm-hmm. behind the scenes behind the behind the hunters yes yeah. mm-hmm. hunting the hunters hunting the hunters oh, yeah i like that but yeah, I, I, I get I get what you're saying. I, I there's a point about halfway to two thirds in this where I was like, wow, we didn't do enough palate cleansing. Oh, well, I'm gonna tell you what. I the second clip, there's a moment, and I'm going to afterwards I'm gonna tell you what I said aloud while watching this by myself. But when that time comes, we'll get there. But until then, this episode starts up. Herman is in a tizzy and comes running down the stairs. Something terrible's happened. Oh, he must have got fired for laying down on the job. We can't even get two minutes into this episode without a <laughs> stupid uh, wordplay. And they really did this one a lot at the end of last season. Here we are. Herman. Also, he's running from upstairs to downstairs. So why would you think he's coming home to tell you something that happened at work? Yeah, he's something terrible happened. Grandpa's like, oh, he must have got fired for laying down on the job. I was mm. like, nah, that did happen once. And they mistook me for a customer. What A corpse is not a customer. <laughs> and because of this, he almost got really carried away. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Dick, before you get too far ahead, though, uh, no title card? No title card. Just drop dropping you right in on things. Just dropping yeah. right in on things. If I'm sitting there at the TV, I have no idea what I'm watching. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then who I'm like, who's this giant Frankenstein? Yeah, he's man. so freakish. I'd probably like scream and turn the channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now think, let's say you were a big monster set back in the day. You waited like four months since the last one was on, and you're like, Oh, you curled up to that mm-hmm. nuclear bomb spitting out all sorts of radiation at you, mm-hmm. humming. <laughs> Your hair's all standing up on the end while you watch this, and here comes Herman running down in tizzy. Well, what's the big problem? It's four o'clock, and little Eddie is usually home by noon. Makes no sense. Uh, so something terrible has pro- probably happened, right? He just knows it. Call the police, call the FBI. Grandpa's like, chill the fuck out, flathead. He's probably out with one of his little friends. Why would he be coming home at noon? I don't know. 
why is Herman's freaking out? Because it's four o'clock. Is that like the normal? Yeah, because it's just like a weird monsters thing where it's like they're so weird that he gets out of school at noon. Or is it like in did back in the day? Did everybody get off at noon? Like it's four o'clock seems like the normal time for the kid to get. Yeah, home. you'd think that. Hmm. Spin two, and he's walking down the sidewalk in front of the monsters' house with his friend Charlie, and he's like, "Come on in and play." He's like, "No dice. Your parents are mm-hmm. home." Uh, and parents are mean to kids and Eddie's like huh and not my parents are like well if they don't think your parents are mean you're just too stupid to tell I'm like oh my god <laughs> dang yeah mm-hmm. that's pretty brutal I'm like man Charlie's parents will be really mean He's Charlie's parents are so goddamn mean he's gonna run away for good tonight after 7 he's gonna go live in the woods in a cave he buries and trap wild animals it's like, oh, okay, he's got a plan. And he's, Eddie, why not sooner? Why wait until seven? So it's like, well, I don't want to miss supper. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I mean, that's kind of a good start with this. With, yeah, with I mean, I enjoyed it's it. all right. Yeah. And then Lily pops her head out. Now, just remember, just prior to this, Herman's freaking the fuck out. Where's Eddie? Well, Eddie's not home. Call the police. Call the FBI. Moments mm-hmm. before this part of this. Now Lily opens the door. It's like, Eddie, come in, help set the table for dinner and tidy up your room. Yes, mother. And then Charlie's like, Yeah, see, Eddie, your parents are too mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But couldn't like this be a thread? Yeah, like Herman comes running out, like, oh, there you are. There yeah, you are. Nothing. Or Lily doesn't say your father's worried sick. Get inside. Mm-hmm. Nothing could like be a lot meaner, yeah. Yes. <laughs> So Eddie's like, well, you know, my parents have been too mean yet. And Charlie's like, well, you need to run away with me. I'm like, this is strange. And he's like, well, if they get real mean, I will run away. But like, there's nothing going on here that makes Eddie think that he's dissatisfied with his life. <laughs> no. And in fact, I mean, like him and Herman have like this great relationship. Yeah. Charlie's like, now you're talking, Eddie. And Charlie runs off and Eddie goes inside. Herman greets him at the door. Remember, just a minute late before he was freaking the fuck out. Well, Eddie, how'd everything go at school today? That's it. Just like nothing happened. Gee, do Pop, it- do you always have to pick on me? <laughs> do you think and this happens every like day? Like Herman just for some reason he's too dumb to realize that Eddie doesn't come home at noon. Like Eddie comes home at four. <laughs> Why isn't Herman at work? I don't know. It's mm, all sort of question. Also, I, wanna, I like Eddie's backpack. It's just like a bunch of chains wrapped around some books. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was pretty cool. Not even notice that. That's pretty cool. Now we get the new banger. I mean, same, yes. same banger music, new banger intro. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is a and cool intro. Th- this is the one that I'm yes. That I'm, I remember, obviously this is the one that like Rob zombie is, you know, influenced by as well. Cause this is, pretty much how they did that like first trailer and stuff like that for the movie mm-hmm. um almost like exactly you know same thing looks like maybe they're going on like a picnic or something or to the beach or something like that i think is kind of what i kind of because i started like paying attention like what they're all carrying out it's like herman just comes walking out but then lily's checking the weather grandpa's got a shovel but marilyn's got a, a picnic basket or something with her mm, i don't know and, and, and he's yeah has an oversized bat baseball bat do you think there was a prop department contest on who can get a prop into the banger oh i bet there was Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. 
from the, from yep. the team that brought you the oversized dog food can and the oversized mouse trap <laughs> comes oversized baseball bat. Yep. Oh, and man. on top of his extra bonus because you're gonna get to see it every week. Yes, that's why they get, uh, they, they yeah. all got a fifty dollar bonus on their checks that week. I was really hoping they changed now, the items every time, but I don't. I, I guess they probably. Well, that's what was, that's what I was gonna ask, Derek. Does this change again? Because I. For some reason, I have a I have a, a memory of like spot somehow being in the opener at some point. <laughs> you are remembering something. You must have bumped your head or something while you're watching the Munsters mm. once, or fell asleep I, during a Munsters episode. I, that doesn't sound like me, but okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I think uh, this is the only one from here okay. out for the next thirty thousand episodes or whatever it is. Yeah, let's not start counting yet. God, yeah. Uh, yeah. We could talk more about the banger in our time because it's not going anywhere. But the banger still bangs. The intro is new, and it's like sweet. So you've been waiting four months for more monsters. If you're in 1965, you're like, oh shit! Could you imagine how <laughs> minds were blown at this yeah. point? Like, oh my fucking god! They didn't even get anybody new when they changed the whole intro. Mm-hmm. Flipping the sofas, flipping the chairs all around. The- <laughs> <laughs> sprinting around their living room, you know, knocking over bookcases. Pandemonium just... erupts. You know, mom gets up to go walk and grab like an extra like glass of water from the kitchen, and all of a sudden, like mm-hmm. you know, dad and son are out there watching, just start freaking out. They're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> uh-huh. Dad faints, yeah, from shock that they changed. <laughs> Especially because it's weird because they didn't change it when they actually changed an actress. Nope. <laughs> they they stuck with the other one that whole time, and now yep. they refilmed it. They just didn't change it. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. They, they bothered to refilm the exact same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just made everything a little bit shinier. Um, but in this one, yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't I don't know a lot of TV shows that have done this. Uh, whole new openings. I don't know. Yeah, and you know maybe like some that showed like clips of things that had happened in previous seasons or something. If that was kind of like how they how their intro was anyhow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like to do like a whole brand new opening and stuff like that. And, and it's great. It's a it's a classic one. Dead fainting. Oh, it's <laughs> making me laugh for some reason. Oh, the mom gets a glass of water. She sees it and just slams her glass onto the counter. Breaking glass. It's all over the place. And she starts oh, yeah. screaming in madness. She <laughs> starts pulling her hair out of her head. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, there it is, the new banger. That kid hasn't talked again for like <laughs> nope. <It's> still <laughs> 50 years, 60 years later, he's still a mute. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yeah, just draws pictures of Herman breaking through the door. <laughs> That's how he communicates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, what an opening. And then we'll come back. Great. And there's some things the monster just can't get away from. It's dinner time. They're all eating. <laughs> Monsters are around the table <laughs> eating dinner. <laughs> and I actually almost enjoyed this scene because Eddie is becomes this little instigator. He's like, yep. Hey, can I stay up an hour past my normal bedtime? I was like, yeah, let's see why not. It's not school tomorrow. Yeah. And Eddie's pissed. Nobody's going to say no. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> then Marilyn offers Eddie this giant fucking piece of lemon meringue pie. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. You see the size of that thing it was as big as Eddie's head. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be offended too if somebody else want me this that. pie. It's your favorite. It's like, what are you gonna force it on me? It's like, <laughs> no, I just thought you might like it. And then Eddie stops for a second and he thinks and he looks at Grandpa. He's like, Hey, 
I knocked over and broke a jar in your lab. <laughs> it's like, oh no, when? I don't know, last month it broke and spilled all over the floor and grandpa. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was like, oh, so long ago. It's like, you're not going to get mad. It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. You know, no <laughs> use in crying over spilled blood. Nice. Yeah. And he's getting pissed because no one's being mean to him. It's like, no one cares enough to even be mean to me like other parents. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets off. He gets off. He gets up oh. and he runs off. <laughs> gets up, runs off. It's like, I'll be in my room until people start being nice to me. He throws his napkin and it lands right in Herman's like cup that he's drinking mm-hmm. out of. He doesn't flinch. Louis like, oh, what's got into our sweet little Eddie Herman? Well, that's what a child psychiatrist would refer to as a punk phase. Yes. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> that's pretty good. And 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 I uh, the the first time I watched this, I looked over at my wife and I was like, I recognize exactly what that is. <laughs> my guess. oh, you got the punk phase going on right now. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, it's not as bad as uh, when my oldest one, like he went through it more when you know at a time uh, like two years ago, and so I've mm-hmm. been waiting on the other one to do the same thing. But he's not as punkish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they they do a little bit of this every now and then. Yeah, sure. Why is everybody being so nice to me? And he runs off. Fade two, classic Lily at the organ. Herman <laughs> and Grandpa standing there, and then they perform an entire song about yes. uh, cutting down an old pine tree to make a coffin out of it. Okay, <laughs> Lily. Every time he plays the organ, but shit flies out of it. Classic monster stuff. Nothing particularly monstery. Like anybody could be doing this, but mm-hmm. it's what the monsters do. I guess it's like the song, like. Is this a real song? The old pine tree? It is. Yes, it okay. is. Yep. Um, man, I see because I originally watched this like two weeks ago and I had more notes. Oh, um, you burn your notes. On this. Well, I, I left them in the compound. Oh, nobody gotcha. can. Nobody yeah. can read that. Yeah. I don't let anybody touch my notes. Oh, God. It's evidence. That's all right. It, it, the fact that it's a real song blows my mind. <laughs> Because it was literally about chopping down a tree to make a coffin out of it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, it's so yeah. fun to get there, the family, and sing these old songs. Then Marilyn comes running in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was talking to Eddie through his door, and he's going to run away and never mm-hmm. come back. Everyone kind of just goes, eh. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nobody really cares. Lily eh. tells Herman, why don't you go upstairs and stop him? Herman's like, nah, gee. Uh, if I do that, then I'll be given into his demands, and Eddie will have the psychological advantage over us. <laughs> it's a subtle bid for attention. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And Grandpa's like, what the fuck do you know about kids? You spent your adolescence in three separate <laughs> jars. Fair enough. That's, so a, that's, that's, a weird, that's a weird line. Yeah. So, so he was a teen in jars as well, yeah, like, and guess. getting older as he was going. Uh, by the way, they cut down the old pine tree, uh, originally recorded by Gene Autry in uh, 1930. Oh, wow. boy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start Classic. singing that around the house. Yeah, that's yeah. great. But it looks like it's been covered a whole bunch of times also. So there's all really? different versions of it. Yeah. <laughs> Did the Beatles do a version? No, I know. They were too busy doing their own thing. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Then we get the door slam, footsteps approaching. Like, oh no, here he comes! And this is what we this this is our opening clip. Herman's like, no, oh, no, 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 no! I'll go take care of this father and son. Go talk to him. 
goes over there. But Eddie comes down the stairs with a big like sack mm-hmm. over his shoulder. <laughs> Wolf Wolf's hanging out the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, great, great views of Wolf Wolf. Mm-hmm. And then Herman tries to reason with him, right? Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. you have a good excuse for leaving. It's like, yeah, this place sucks. Okay, well, this place is what? rotten, rotten. Yeah, and then it takes Herman like I don't know thirty seconds to like sit down fully, and he just keeps slowly sinking <laughs> yes. further and further down mm-hmm. the screen. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. how far do you have to go? <laughs> well, what's in the bag? Yeah. Everything I need to survive for the next twenty years. <laughs> well, I hope you packed a razor because you'll need one. You know, blah blah nope. blah. No, no, I won't. Just gonna let it, my beard grow, and rats can build their nests in it because no one cares <laughs> That's how it looks. All right, all right. You want to sit yeah, down I... and talk about it? Nope. Well, nothing left to do than to say, "See you later." Don't let the doorknob hit you where the good Lord split you, mm-hmm. Eddie oh, Munster. Yeah. Don't forget his plan after the cave is to go live on an island with a bunch yeah. of yeah, oh, yeah, with cannibals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Herman gets up slowly, plods his way over to the front door, <laughs> opens it up so he can leave. He's like, I'm really going. I really am. Don't forget to write. You have our zip address, I think he says, or something like that. Uh, Herman shoves him out the door and closes it. He looks pleased when he does this, too. He's like, hmm, I think I did a good job. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's playing the whole reverse psychology. You know? He's so like, I yeah, like I'm it. just setting it up. The kid's going to realize that he's made a dumb move and he's going to come back and he's got a good he's not going to run away for real and he starts to leave but then he comes back and knocks the door and Herman's like there it is can mm-hmm. you say goodbye to mom grandpa Marilyn spotty the raven kitty all these things pet mm-hmm. snake pet snake named Elmer who will miss me <laughs> like he named a snake Elmer he had a friend named Elmer that's mm-hmm. weird Maybe I, wonder Elmer. Grandpa, I wonder if grandpa did some magic at some point oh, that's true Transformed him into Elmer. And Herman's just like, Yop. Goodbye, goodbye. Herman closes the door, looks pleased with his work. Herman calls everyone back in and they're very excitable. Where's Eddie? Where's Eddie? What's Eddie? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Herman's like, Hey, as the head of the household, I have solved this problem in a very intelligent and satisfactory way. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, where's Eddie? Oh, he just ran away from home. No big deal. <laughs> NBD. Herman thinks that he'll walk on the block once, maybe twice, and then come back looking for some forgiveness. What does Grandpa think? There are more nuts than there are bolts in this family. Nice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a reference to his bolts in his neck, or is that just like a That's fun That's the saying? first thing I thought. When he said bolts, I'm like, there's bolts in his neck. That's the first thing I thought in my yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, well. Sounds like something my grandpa would say. Yeah. yeah. Fade to Eddie outside of Charlie's house, and he's calling of it, Charlie, Charlie. Charlie comes out, he's yawning, he's dressed in like his pajamas and a robe. <laughs> he comes out the balcony. Yes. It's like, I'm running away. You coming? So I'll be right down, Eddie. Hold on. And now this, okay, so true story. I had the DVDs and I have this little shitty DVD player that I plugged into my computer to watch this. Oh. And as I'm watching, I'm like, well, this is where the mid-episode break should be, right? I'm like, yeah, where's the mid-episode think. break? I'm like, oh my God, these DVDs suck. So then I bought the episode on Amazon and I was, well, no, well, I didn't buy it on a streaming service. That's for sure. I just, Oh God, no channeled my memories. I sat here for a long time and meditated and I started seeing the episode as it originally aired. I traveled mm-hmm. through time <laughs> and I saw it and I'm like, Oh, this isn't where it goes. So I wasted this money, wasted all sorts of money on this episode. Mm-hmm. Cause then we fade to 
the raven pops out and says 9 a.m oh i'm sorry <clears throat> keith you want to try that you want to try that again <laughs> <laughs> Wow. The fade to the raven pops out and says, Nine o'clock. Where's the kid? Oh, anyway, she said, Now, where's the kid? Sorry, it's been too long. <laughs> My bad. Billy reaches up and tries to slam the bird door shut with the bird's head in it. Yeah, she like mm-hmm. squishes the raven. Yeah, he screams. Like, He's like, ah! fucking animal. I'm going to kill it again. <laughs> screams in pain. But she's like, the bird's right. And he's been gone for over an hour. When is he going to come back begging for forgiveness, Herman? Nevermore. Nevermore. Raven says nevermore twice. Marilyn comes rushing in. This is where she comes in. Oh, my God. I found this note in Eddie's room. And he wrote it. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So they read it. I'm going to paraphrase. Dear mean family. Blah, blah, <clears throat> blah. Running away. Blah, blah, blah. Cave in woods. Blah, blah, blah. Desert island with cannibals. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so if you ever see a cannibal on the news and it has a stomach, has a fat stomach, it may be your ex-son, Eddie Munster. <laughs> That's a great line. That's so yeah. weird. <laughs> yes. Is Grandpa that a that he's just had a feast of human flesh? <laughs> I guess so. Grandpa grabs the letter. P.S. I took five extra pairs of socks because I, I didn't want to die with dirty feet. Great. He's been gone for 20 years. He took five pairs of socks. Yes. Okay. Now grandpa's pissed you. My son-in-law, the child psychologist. This all of this is exactly what grandpa did the one time. Remember? <laughs> when grandpa ran away from home and he did all this oh, like guilt trip letters and phone calls that's and right. shit. Mm-hmm. It's I the exact forgot. same goddamn thing. I totally I was, forgot about I was so that. mad when this was happening. <laughs> <laughs> They've done it before. They've done it all before. They can't. They they had four months to come up with something new, and they found some script in a like a a reject pile from another sitcom, and they used it. I wonder what what sitcom that could have been. I know. Well, we get mentioned later. Lily is pissed. She tells Herman he has to go out right now and find him. You get out there, like. They're yelling at Herman, like Jesus Christ, go out there and fight him. Oh, and take a warm jacket. I'm like, hmm, what's this jacket (laughs) for? Grandpa, nah, I'm just gonna stay back and use my crystal ball to find my grandson. Mm, Smart, like, we'll just do it now. Why is Herman tell Herman where to go? Yes, Herman, he can't figure out what went wrong because it's always worked on. Leave it to Beaver. Oh my god, Mm. they name dropped Mm. it. Uh, they name dropped their own show. Mm-hmm. That, that this is the jump the shark moment, right? It's it's got to be. Well, this uh, is not the jump yet. the shark moment. Soon there is a jump the shark Soon. moment coming up real quick. <laughs> I couldn't believe it though. Yeah, I was like, they're really doing it. Like, man, I bet like all the like Beaver Squad when they heard it like resound like in this <laughs> modern day from their graves, <laughs> yeah. they all just had like their. Their jaw just turned to a big old creepy grin, like, yeah. Oh, I minded, and I'm not even in the grave. I did. I was like, oh, they did it. They did it. You mentioned it. Yeah. That's like the 72 Dolphins. Whenever an NFL team, the last undefeated team loses a game, they're popping champagne and yep. shit. The Beaver <laughs> Squad, they're like, there it is. Push. They made a residual. Every time the word beaver gets mentioned in a TV show, they get a nickel. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, they gain like a small amount of power too. <laughs> so, and an yeah. angel gets his wings 
and for this one for herman to say well it always works on leave it to beaver like they just mm-hmm. they, like they were able to summon any demon they wanted to at that point <laughs> yes so and and here's where the demon had fun with them because we fade to the circus so let me just say up to this point with the exception of the fact that they that i I didn't catch on that they rehashed i had forgotten that grandpa ran away at one time because that seemed like two years ago uh up to this point it's actually not a bad episode yeah i was enjoying quite a bit it's fine i didn't care i I didn't hate it but i'm like oh this isn't any fun because it's not it's just it's just any old sitcom it's just whatever Mm. But we fade to the circus. There's a poster for Olga, the world oh, famous God. waltzing bear. Amazing. <laughs> See her now. Oh, but guess what? Olga's gone. And it's like if we were in another dimension. Well, we'll tell you, man. Olga's gone. Mm. Someone must have left her out of her cage. Cage is open. Oh no. Our greatest attraction at the circus we've ever had. And she took her cub. We're about the baby bear. She took it. Oh no. This is so like wildly unrelated to what we just saw. This is, is like is. super I mean, jarring. <laughs> well, it's somebody else running away. I mean, that's about the only oh, connection you can make there. It's yes. thematic. Oh my God. You're right, Keith. Wow. But now what's funny about this, they're all freaking out. They're like, oh my God, somebody left her cage open. But apparently the shit's happened before because they're like, well, last time this happened, she went to the nearest woods. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck really? is the bear constantly escaping the circus? <laughs> What the you are you guys are failing as circus boys? That's why I kept. I just want to call them the entire episode the circus, circus boys. boys. Yeah, <laughs> they're circus boys, and they're failing at their one task: keeping their most popular attraction safe and happy. There is there's like the alternate universe where Herman goes to the circus or something like that. Is like could be like or Eddie runs away to the circus. <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. Well, I was yeah. going to say there was an alternate universe where maybe some people watched the stuntman show and the and there was a mm. an orangutan mm. that escaped, and then all the circus boys got together to go out and find her. Because <laughs> <laughs> the circus boys are going to go out and, and comb the woods. They literally said comb the woods, mm-hmm. but they don't say we ain't found shit later mm. on, which would have been amazing. <laughs> but now the circus man is like, okay, but be careful. <laughs> Wait, the circus, the circus man and man. his boys. Yeah, <laughs> the circus mm-hmm. boy. It's like, but be careful. Ever since Olga lost her mate, she can get mean. Five hundred pounds mean. I'm like, holy oh fuck, five hundred pounds. That's a, That's big, a big, bear. big bear. I can't wait I'm to see thinking, this giant yeah, bear. This bear's gonna be badass. It's gonna be like it, when uh, when the Incredible Hulk took on Bigfoot. That's what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> and like, so this bear lost her mate, so she's heartbroken. She has mm-hmm. a cub. She gets real mean, 500 pounds mean. And that's where we get our first commercial break. Such a weird spot to put the break, but there it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we fade back to, for the break, Charlie explained to Eddie how he's not going to run away. He's like, ah, fuck, that was, I, that was just me spouting off in the afternoon. I don't want to run away now. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Christ. Charlie's like, just go home. He's like, I can't. My parents will laugh at me. And Charlie's like, don't blame me if you got shitty folks. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> Charlie's like the worst friend. Like, what the heck? Eddie's got nothing but terrible friends. Mm-hmm. But Charlie's like, I gotta go in. My parents will get real upset if they catch me out of bed. I'm like, oh, you yeah. fucking little asshole. And he, he's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You gonna run away? He's like, whatever I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get sick first. <laughs> okay. Fade two. Herman 
is in Foster's Woods. That's what they keep saying. Going to Foster's Woods, Foster's Woods. And there's a sign, Foster's Woods. No trespassing. Can't go He's calling out for Eddie. Mm-hmm. Eddie! Eddie! And then you know what? Also in the woods, the circus boys, they're hunting for <laughs> Olga. Olga! Olga! Herman. Eddie! Eddie! Circus boys. Oh, man, it's a crazy echo in these woods. I say Olga, it comes back, Eddie! <laughs> wow. <laughs> cool. You know, when you hear an echo of your own voice, you're like, oh, that's how I sound? You don't, (laughs) but but you know it's you, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, well. Square wipe two, the monster living room. Grandpa coming up from the basement, lots of smoke and shit. Lily and Marilyn stand there. Did you find him in your crystal ball? Nah, nah, too much interference. All I could get is some jungle movie about two bears. Two bears. Yeah, there's a big one and a little one. The big one was dancing and they went off and left the little one in a cave. Figured there was a commercial coming, so I turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> the crystal ball has commercials. <laughs> what kind of commercials are on there? Like, yeah, is it just for like all the spooky people of the world? Or is it just <laughs> it's like stuff? Beetlejuice commercials? Oh, oh my God. God. An absolute waste of a scene. It doesn't do anything, it doesn't progress. <laughs> Yeah. Flip cut to Herman in the woods, still looking for Eddie. Oh, a cave. I might just stumble onto something in here. Herman walks in. He lights up a match or something, walks in, and he trips and falls. He <laughs> <literally laughs> stumbles. Light goes out, but then he goes, oh, darn old cave. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. Yeah. I like that. That's, I actually like that moment there. There's actually, there's, yeah, go ahead. I thought he tripped on accident at first because he, he if he didn't, he played that really well because I was like, oh my God, Herman just fell. I don't think he's supposed to do that. But. Yes. <laughs> he, yeah. If he did that, his acting skills are even yes. more than I ever gave him credit for. Well, he's old Fred Gwynn. He's a mm-hmm. master thespian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can do a Pratt fall whenever. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't have a light. He's like, oh God, I don't have a light. So dark in here, but I hear snoring. It's got to be Eddie because he says, Go live in a cave in the woods, right? It's got to be Eddie. But guess what? No, it's a damn bear. It's a baby (laughs) bear. But Herman pets the bear and assumes Eddie, Oh, you must have brought your woolly PJs. Oh, boy. Mm. He throws his warm jacket that Lily made him take that he never wears. He never wears that jacket, (laughs) but he took it with him, throws it over Eddie. He's like, Oh, you're going to keep you warm. And then he scoops up when well, he throws over the bear, where he thinks is Eddie, and scoops up the bear mm-hmm. in the jacket and holds him like he's holding like a toddler or a baby, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I got you, Eddie. The thing is inches, inches from his face, and he doesn't <laughs> see that it's a bear. He even also, touches him with his nose. Like yes. he's like, oh, it's weird. Also, also, I get it's a baby bear. It seems smaller than Eddie. Yes, it's way smaller than any. Lengthwise, it might be the same weight. I don't know. But it's a bear in a jacket next to his face. <laughs> and like Terry said, it's like, oh, you must be chilled to the bone. Your nose is so cold. <laughs> and he carries the bear cub out. And then my first thought was the revenant. Uh, oh, Herman's, <laughs> Herman's going to get fucked by a bear big time. Well, he might. I don't know. <laughs> mm, I've 
might he might not be against it. I don't know. Uh, so Herman wanders off with the bear, and as he's wandering off with the bear, the circus boys wander in <laughs> right behind. And he goes, I hope when we find her, nothing has happened to make her mean. I'm like, these guys are gonna get <laughs> fucked by the bear because the cub's gone. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Just Fade. off screen, we hear just screams, screaming the Herman yeah. to, to come back and just blood and bones all over the place. <laughs> Fade two. Herman coming home. So he went from the woods all the way home <laughs> carrying this bear. Yes. I'm home. I'm home. And the bear is still wrapped up in the jacket. He's carrying it. He's so excited. And grandpa comes in and Lily comes in. Like, What's all the shouting about? Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck do you think the shouting is about, mm. old man? Herman's got Eddie. That's what he went out for, right? I mm. found him. I found him. I found him. I found him. I told you I would. There's a lot more up here than what people think. And he points to his head. Lily, half asleep with Lily in hand, says, I don't know what you have up there, but I'd like to know what you have wrapped up in your coat. <laughs> and she's rather upset at him, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't understand. And I, Oh, God, there's so much I hate about this episode. Why did they all go to bed if they knew Herman was going to come home after a while? Like, yes. Why not be awake to be like, <laughs> hey, like when he walks in, the first thing is, hey. We found Eddie. Yes. Or when Eddie gets back, someone goes out and finds Herman and yes. tells him, hey, we found him. <laughs> yes. And did he walk to the woods in the first place? Yes. I mean, I guess his his thought was that 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 Eddie was just going to walk around On the block foot, anyway. Right? He's going to catch him. Yeah. yeah. So he would find him along the way. And that's how he got to the woods and then walked all the way back. That they like once Eddie gets home and you could be like, Hey, your dad went out to the woods. Which woods were you going to go stay? Where are you going to go hide out at? They could have told him, and then they could have gone out and found him. Yes. Or fucking grandpa could have got his crystal ball out and tried to find Herman and then talk to Herman through the mm-hmm. crystal ball. It yeah. doesn't matter. But Marilyn tells Herman, well, that's not Eddie because Eddie came home right after you left and he's been in bed for hours. <laughs> now, if I'm Herman, I'd be like, you motherfuckers, you let me do all this. You could just told me at any moment when I came in that, that Eddie came home and the, oh, what's in your jacket, right? Like any, that could have happened at any point. Mm-hmm. Also, my whole point was that the kid's going to go walk around for a bit and he's going to come back. Oh, so I was and right. therefore, yes, he should be so pissed. He, I was right. You forced me out into the woods. Oh. Now look what I have. Now look what I've brought into this house. He doesn't yeah. know what it is, though. Herman's face goes from smile to frown in about like a second and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Herman's like, nah, that's ridiculous. Herman tries to, it's like, show him, Eddie. Wake up, Eddie. Show him, show him. And he finally, 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 after all this time, pulls the coat back to reveal a baby bear. And it looks weird. It does. It looks like mm-hmm. a stuffed bear. Nor a very drugged bear, that's for sure. Yeah. Herman goes, Eddie, what have they done to you? (laughs) Now, this next moment, I literally laughed out loud, and I don't know why. But Grandpa goes, you big dummy, you brought home a baby bear. I don't know why that. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. (laughs) That got me because it was such a stupidly placed line. No shit. He's got a baby bear. We know he's got a baby bear. You don't need to tell us it's a baby bear. (laughs) You big dummy, you brought home a baby bear. And I laughed out loud. I was like, and I laughed pretty good, too. I was like, oh, my God. 
That's not very often on a Munsters episode. That's good. I know, and it's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and it's 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 right before like some of like the worst possible stuff that we could get, uh, like just most terrible things happening on this episode. Yes. So Lily tells Herman, "Get that thing out of here." And Lily's very angry about it. Herman, Herman's like, oh, "I want to keep you so cute, good <laughs> You must keep the bear, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Lily angrily walks towards Herman, and that's when we get this clip. Now listen, Herman, you take that bear back wherever it was you found him. My dear, you don't have to shout. You're scaring the poor little fella. Herman, he's a bear. How do you know he's scared? Grandpa, I am holding him. And believe me, he's scared. (laughs) (laughs) And Herman leaves. Where do you suppose Uncle Herman found that bear cub? Wait a minute. That's the little bear I saw in my crystal ball. Uh, Oh, that's right, Grandpa. You said there was another bear, a big bear. <laughs> what if Herman should come face to face with that other bear? <laughs> Say it was uh, going to be an interesting experience for both parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my Her- imagination's running wild because they're teasing this face off with Herman and the bear. And yeah, I thought, mm-hmm. oh man, this is going to be an epic showdown. So during that moment, Grandpa goes, wait a minute, that's the little bear I saw in my crystal ball. And I said aloud, I hate this fucking show. Oh, <laughs> I said it out loud. I said, I, I couldn't believe it. It To me, it was the absolute worst thing that's happened in this entire episode. And it, and it doesn't get topped for being bad. That, it's just so bad. Wait a minute. That's that bear I saw on my crystal ball. Fuck you. It's like, yeah, stupid. we know. Yeah, we so put the connection stupid. together. <laughs> also, you realize this two seconds after Herman yes. left. So maybe tell him, like, yes. open the door. He's he can't be more than to the end of the block unless he did the <laughs> speed walk thing that they when unless they sped up the the film. Yeah, he should still be like someplace just walking to the corner, and you'd be like, okay, yeah, return it, but. There's a mama bear out there, and you might be in trouble. So yeah. just yeah. keep keep an eye out. Yeah, I just, unless I, yeah. Go ahead, Terry. I'm sorry. Uh, unless unless they want like Herman to go walking to his doom, like mm. they're like, yeah, just let him die. Like that's fine. Like I don't know. It's weird. Or maybe I mean I guess I don't know. I guess Frankenstein. We've seen Herman like lift a tree out of the ground. Maybe the bear's in trouble. But I, yeah, I, I would if if there was a Herman versus bear fight. Mm-hmm. I would put my money on Herman. I think Herman but, has it in the bag. Yeah, that's just. But it'd be a cool fight. But that moment, I'm just like, I hate this show. I absolutely <laughs> hate it. There's just so so much unnecessary exposition, and nothing happens. And I'm just like, oh my god! All right, so we get that. What's going to happen? It'll be an interesting encounter. Great fade to mm-hmm. Herman back at the cave with the bear. He lays it back down. It's still snoring. Has not woken up yet. Herman lights a match and I was like, get some sleep, little bear. He might have kissed it on its head. I don't remember. Herman lights a match and turns around to leave the cave. And in the, in the cave entrance is Olga, which is totally not a man in a bear suit. That <laughs> <laughs> looks weird. This oh bear my suit. Gosh. Yeah. But the thing is, that bear is not very tall for 500 pounds. It's like five foot two. 
uh <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's also trippy. it is like the most like muppety uh like comical bear face Man in like bear head. Suit yeah ever, like right. it, it you I, did they think they were gonna have a real bear maybe i don't know maybe people watching at home did but Man, you could have got something that looked a little bit <laughs> like a real bear. Like, yeah. Harmon walks up and says, "So, hello, nice evening we're having." <laughs> Wait a minute, you're a bear! Uh, oh my god, I I started losing it at this point. I'm like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, where? What did we just fall? What little hole did we fall into? The bear roars. Herman stammers through this like. Oh, that's your cub. And well, I bet you think that this whole like, oh, my God, golly, I hope you're not mad. And the bear pats Herman on the cheek. (laughs) This is where I was like, wait, what's happening? Oh, oh, Mm -hmm. so you're not mad. The bear shakes her head. No. And then claps. (laughs) And then Herman claps. (laughs) You want to be friends? The bear nods. Yes. (laughs) And the two go out in the woods. It's so insane. And not just they go in the woods. They walk out. The bear sits down and then and then taps the log for Herman to sit down. (laughs) Pats the seat next to her. And then Herman starts to like break down into like um like a couple's therapy yeah. type session. He's spilling his guts. Oh, my wife just doesn't understand me. And Olga starts patting his shoulder, rubbing oh, his yeah. back. They're getting real close with Herman. Too. I'm like, oh no. I'm, I'm, Olga lost her mate. Who knows uh-huh. what she's looking for here? Yeah, she kind of like leans up on him, you know, like it puts his arm around him uh, and kind of rubs his shoulders. Yeah. Uh like, yeah, I mean, like as the episode goes on, I mean, like I don't know. Herman and, and Olga look like they got a romance going <laughs> this on. This episode here. is so terrible. Spin, too. Lily complained to Grandpa. Oh, what could have happened to Herman? He's been gone for an over an hour. How long Grandpa. was he gone the first time? Over an hour, probably? Like walked multiple there and back. hours, right? Nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Like, he's just out in the woods by himself looking for his, looking for his son who already came home. Mm. This one, he's just returned a bear. Uh, <laughs> Grandpa's <laughs> like... Oh, he thinks he maybe he stopped in at work to lay out a few things for tomorrow. No, nah, he wouldn't do that. Lily's getting worried. Grandpa says, Don't worry, your husband's a grown man. He knows how his way around. He's resourceful. He has lots of intelligence. Oh. <laughs> Let's go get him. Let's go find the big boob. <laughs> they run out. Because you know what? They just like they realize that Herman's dumb at that moment. Like, oh mm-hmm. no, he's not intelligent. We should go save him. We could have saved him at any other time before, but now this is the most important time to save him ever. Fade yep. to the circus boys. They're still looking for Olga. Oh, yeah. Let's not forget about them. And Grandpa mm-hmm. Lily, they're looking for Herman. Grandpa goes, oh, wait, Lily. There's two people in that clearing. Those two people <laughs> are Herman and Olga doing the waltz oh this is so amazing and it is not just a clearing it well it is like clearing x it is the most extreme (laughs) clearing in the woods. oh yeah there's there's a single tree and herman and olga dancing underneath it clearing x did this episode just get way cooler i think yeah extreme herman goes you dance divinely but for a change, would you mind if I lead? <laughs> and I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that. And Olga's like, she puts out her hand. And he's like, oh, you too. Mm-hmm. Lily looks over and she's getting jealous. Who is that oh, woman? 
is awesome. That's no woman. That's a bear. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's no moon. That's a that's space that. station. That's... Herman asks the bear if she'd want to go to a nightclub. <laughs> Lily hears this and she's pissed. She marches up and taps him on the shoulder. He's like, no cut again. And Lily yells oh, at Herman and calls him a philanderer. Okay. <laughs> Grandpa so said it's a bear. Yes. So he's dancing with a bear. He's he's not a philanderer. <laughs> she calls the bear a hussy and all these other things. I'm like, it's a bear. Did no, you think bear. your did you think your husband was gonna fuck the bear? Yes. Yes, honestly. Clearly. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> and then Herman's like, oh hey, hey Lily, I'm glad you're here. This is Olga, honey, dear dear and i introduced olga and then lily calls the bear a brazen hussy and yes. hits her over the head with her purse and yeah. the bear whimpers and climbs Aww. a tree poor bear she called her a homewrecker after that too i think yes yeah she like she just like really really like goes off on a bear in ways that you think she would if she found like herman with like I don't know some blonde while she was modeling, like oh yeah, like some <laughs> no hmm, with a very uh, raspy voice. Yeah, it it just like uh, it, <laughs> Herman goes. That's no way to treat a mother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Lily's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna kick this bear's ass. <laughs> Walks up. Let that be a lesson to you, you home wrecker. Yeah, calls her a home wrecker. <laughs> Grandpa thinks Herman has been watching too much Peyton Place. Yeah. I don't understand. That. Uh, yeah, Peyton Place is a show that was on. Uh, is an original primetime soap opera. Uh, took place in the title town, which was founded by the Peyton family, whose members include the Harringtons. Some of the plots uh, involve Rodney Harrington, the oldest son, choosing between bad girl Betty Anderson and fragile Allison McKenzie. Mm. Uh, his brother Norman took up. Uh, with working class Rita Jacks, Allison's mother Connie was keeping a secret about her daughter's birth, etc. 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 Wait, so he so he, the, the son wasn't choosing between you know the hardcore chick and the fragile chick and a bear? There was no bear involved. No, no bear at all. No. Oh, weird. But, but 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 uh, but uh, um a three uh a love triangle. Okay, okay. A thruple. Well Herman is trying to explain to Lily, but she's like, fuck that. She gets a switch, she starts beating him. <laughs> It's like, you get home, and they leave. And just as they leave, the circus boys, they walk in and find Olga in the tree. <laughs> oh, she's shaking like a leaf. Oh, mm-hmm. Come on down, Olga. Olga. It's just us. And she hops down and hugs the dude. And he's oh. like, after a night like this, I wind up with a neurotic bear. <laughs> Fade to the final commercial break. And remember, credits can happen any moment. Mm-hmm. Come back to breakfast. There's Eddie at the table. Eddie, would you like another owl omelet? I'm like, Jesus. There's so much shit on this table. There's like the yeah. big like roast. <laughs> I'm like, it's not <laughs> breakfast. And Eddie's like, nah, I'm still a little tired from last night. And Herman's like, give him some shit. It's like, no wonder running away from home and upsetting your parents like that. Marilyn hopes Eddie's learned a lesson. Don't listen to friends who give him bad advice. <sighs> not, not, did, mm. Do you know advice is bad? In at the yeah, it doesn't matter. Like he's a kid. Whatever. Eddie explains it. Well, Charlie talked him into it, and then when Dad opened the door. I had to run away. 
Well, he's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, all parents aren't uh, best of intentions, but they're idiots, right? Mm-hmm. Was, yeah, like a certain big knothead who thinks he's a waltz king. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't... <laughs> Everybody in that room thought that Herman and the bear were going to have extramarital relations. Oh, God, yeah. Because even Herman, I think, now thinks it because he's like, uh, yeah. don't talk about that in front of my son. Don't talk Herman, about that in front of my S-O-N. Yeah. First of all, Eddie's smart enough guilty. to know what you just spelled there. Yes. And uh, yeah, I think Herman's <laughs> confirmed it now, too, that like, mm-hmm. uh, let's not bring it up, okay? Because oh, yeah. I, I guarantee the whole walk back that we don't see is probably Lily and, and Grandpa just yelling at him the whole time and him being like, like Herman, we know what was going to happen. You said go to a nightclub. Next thing you know, you're going to end up you're going to end up hooking up with the bear. We get it, okay? <laughs> no, I would. Uh, uh-huh. Don't talk about it in front of my son. His yes. reaction to that line was, I, I cracked up when he said he seems mm-hmm. so defensive and like, oh, we can't talk about that. He's yeah. so shameful of it. <laughs> I think he was up to something. I think they had it. That bear and him had it. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was like a post-coitus waltz. Oh, yeah. They'd oh, already boy. done it. <laughs> I mean, they've been out there for like an hour, right? Yeah. You know? mm. And and he started talking to the bear right away and explaining how like, oh, his wife doesn't get him type stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. um, yeah. She's rubbing his back. The bear leans in like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. You need someone who can treat you right. Well, I don't know. Is Herman like a two pump chump here? Is he like uh, <laughs> okay. they get taken care of, they get dressed, and then start mm. dancing around? And then the family came. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? Maybe but we'll find like, out next episode. Yes, <laughs> the cliffhanger. We're going to let bygones be bygones. Liz says, and resume our lives as an everyday normal American family, which everyone starts laughing about. The kitchen window breaks, and through it comes. A thing it's something from spot a finger tail a, finger. a tongue i don't know what oh, it was boy uh it i mean when you finally get a good look at wing it, wing it's a, it's, it's a tail oh, but, wing but wing. The, <laughs> when you see the full view of it from the window you can tell it's the tail but I, prior to that when it when you just see the the tip of it basically okay <laughs> Come on. Why <laughs> would the, the tail way. come into the window? So I, I, thought, I thought it was like tongue. That's why I really thought it was at first. Ooh. So it comes in. And they're like, oh, Spot's hungry. You can give him something from the table. Like that giant misplaced fucking roast in front of you, Eddie. I'm like, well, that <laughs> explains why that roast is there. <laughs> and so Eddie picks that up and puts it on the thing. It curls yeah. up around the roast and goes back out the window. Credits. <laughs> I can't believe that's how we ended it with oh with thing penis. Come- I mean, <laughs> it was a thing. It, it curled a- up like that. I don't like thinking about that. Oh boy, yeah. there mm. it was the oh glorious launch of season two, season mm-hmm. two, episode one, Herman's Child Psychology. What'd you guys think? I mean, I think I might need to see a shrink after this one. I don't know. I'm, I'm mm. a little. There's it. It starts off with like a good premise of like, oh, you know, Eddie's just gonna walk around the block, or he's gonna, you know, he's just gonna go be sitting in the woods, and Herman will come over and walk and find him, and they'll have another chat, you know, like they like they were starting to. I the whole thing where Eddie's on the stairs and they're going back and forth and stuff, I thought was really good. And there's like there's all these, little, but then like out of the blue, we have 
Olga the Dancing Bear, which again is this. <laughs> now it's like, hey, uh, we got these two half written monster scripts. What should we do with them? Uh, just slap them together. We'll make it work. Yeah. Or, or oh, somebody was carrying a handful of scripts for season two, and somebody <laughs> else came around. Another, they came. Somebody else came around another corner, and they ran into each other, and they the pages went flying. Oh. And so they just, they pieced everything together the best they could. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, And and this is what we got out of it. Um, you got uh, Eddie with his friend having issues. We got Eddie at home having issues, and we got a, a bear, a dancing bear that has some marital issues. Yeah, and then a whole like sidetrack of Herman is probably hooking up with the bear. What about you, Terry? I kind of like this episode. I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> like it's dumb and it's super weird, but that's what I kind of liked about it. Was like the setup was good with Eddie wanting to run away from home. I thought, but then it just like we talked about earlier, kind of jumps the shark and goes into this weird bear thing. And I was like, what are we doing? There's this bear that Herman just towers over, and they are waltzing in the woods. Mm-hmm. There's like some sort of he's like talking to the bear. Yeah, the bear's acting as some sort of like comfort to him. It's just insane. But like, I don't know. I was just cracking up at Olga. I was hoping like, oh, is this going to be like a reoccurring character? Let's have Olga come back. Like, I want a whole episode where like (laughs) they're worried that Herman is in love with the bear. It's Mm -hmm. a whole thing. That would have been amazing. The circus feels like it comes out of nowhere. But I I love that this bear thing is just so weird. But I, I really liked it. And I mean, okay, so they, I mean, they tell Spot, you know, Spot is treated like a dog. So they tell him, you know, come, you know, all this stuff. And then um, the Raven does talk. Uh, we haven't seen Kitty in quite a while. But like, yeah, uh, uh, Herman can talk to a bear like no problem. <laughs> it's a super smart bear. It, it's, it's like Han and Chewy. I mean, it's just, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was like, love, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, has, has any of the, do they talk to any other animals during any of this? That's not grandpa turned into somebody. I, I don't, I don't think so at all. Maybe Igor, that'd be about it, but not to the point where like it can have a full interaction and like, you know, be flirting mm-hmm. with Herman or I'm mean, flirting with uh, Herman as well. Yeah. That's own. But it, it means like, he's like, Oh, wait a minute. You're a bear. Oh, oh you want to be friends. Awesome. Cool. Like yeah. suddenly knows everything that's going on. I expected Herman to run away from the bear in fear. But what I got was the bear reaching out to Herman's scared face, comforting him, stroking his cheek. I was like, oh, my God, this is mm-hmm. awesome. And it totally yeah. took a turn that I did not expect. This little uh, widow bear who's been without her mate for quite a while. <laughs> yep. Yep. Good stuff. I'll admit that the bear stuff is sort of left field, that it's moderately enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But I hated this episode. <laughs> Just hated it. And... Yeah. um it started off not good for me. I was just like, I don't like it. Everybody seems so out of character mm-hmm. and things are just like so breakneck 180 all the place. Herman being scared for Eddie, then not caring, then Eddie Eddie have a loving family, then Eddie hating the family, then Eddie run away. There's just too much going on for me. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. No, sir. Didn't like it. But we did have the moment there where Herman was potentially romantically linked to something that you shouldn't be romantically linked to and <laughs> it almost ruined his marriage so mm-hmm, i mean that mm-hmm. happened yeah well that happened the in the rest the of the moonlight. episodes of season two i guess we'll have to wait and find out <laughs> i don't know theme yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i like i like keith's the you know the bear ran away just like eddie did there's something thematic there I think. oh yeah mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It's just, uh, it's, <laughs> they, they, they could, they, well, yeah, I don't want to get to it. Mm -hmm. It just is what it was, and it wasn't good. In my I'll opinion. say I'll save my analysis for the memoir when I start to really dive into it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the 60-year the anniversary of the Munsters that's going to be coming up, they'll mm -hmm. ping you, Terry, and be like, what is it about that first this episode of season two that really stuck with you? <laughs> yep. Yep, it'll be great. It'll be all about, yeah, bears. What they oh, represent. man. Uh if if Rob Zombie gets the green light for a Munsters too, oh yeah, uh, they can have like the whole like uh, you know, will they won't they uh, you know potential of with the bear, uh, yep, Herman yep. potentially cheating out Lily uh, with the uh, with the bear with Olga. Mm -hmm. We know what we thought. Ooh. Were there any reviews on IMDb? Oh, I well, hope so. in January of two thousand eight, there was one <laughs> from from our friend. Oh, the title of the review is Herman. We bear. Oh, spelled wrong. Lee oh. knew ye. So instead of B E A R hyphen L Y, which would have been the right pun, right? Wordplay. Mm -hmm. yeah. He, he spelled it B A R. Well, they spelled it B A R E hyphen L Y. So they spelled barely correctly, but they put a hyphen in there uh, to make you think that <laughs> it was. Well. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like the, the effort. A I, for yeah. effort. Execution. Mm -hmm. D. D yep. for execution. The hyphen was placed properly. Um, Ooh, C for execution. They give it <laughs> they give it a 9 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Peer pressure can be brutal on kids, even Eddie Munster. <laughs> Thanks to a school friend who has a bad attitude. Blah, blah, blah. Recap, recap, recap. Herman decides to play psychologist. Recap, recap. Eddie leaves. Recap, recap, recap. The fun starts when Lee and the rest of the Munsters household demand Herman go out and find the missing Eddie. Recap, recap, recap. The funniest parts involve Herman and the cub's mother. A yes. A grown bear. Not a real bear. Uh, <laughs> the confrontation between the two grown animal and human huh? is well. anything but what you think might happen and very funny to watch. Eight out of eight found this helpful. Well, I agree with them. It wasn't what I was expecting, but no not funny to watch. It was not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, there was <laughs> season two off to a rip roaring start. Yep. We're shaking the rust off. Uh, Got new skooma arrivals and new mm -hmm. almanac book and uh, whatever. <laughs> Boys, yeah. can we do it? Can we get through the next how mm. many is it? Holy cow. Nope. Oh god, don't even say it. I, I don't want to you know, you know what? All I know is it's less than season one, and that means it's doable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it's 32 episodes. Okay. Um, there's 70 all together. 38 in the first season, 32 oh. in the second. I could be wrong, though. Sweet. <sighs> 31 more to go. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got back together. I didn't know if we were going to. It's been a rough couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. But now that people are hearing this and they're like, oh my gosh, that was the greatest return. Mm -hmm. Don't call it a comeback. They've been, here, been for here for years. years. Yeah. Uh, Keith, got anything brewing there for the people to get all hyped up for? Nope. 
All right. Oh, Terry. Have, yeah, nothing going on. I'm on hiatus. Oh, oh. interesting. Terry. Mm-hmm. You got anything for the people to get hyped up for? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> run, All right. Run the reels on hiatus. Uh, I was Check hoping I was hoping you were like when I said I was on hiatus. I hope you're I was so hoping you're gonna be like, well, run the reels no longer on hiatus. Go pick us up. <laughs> Nope, that is, but the episodes are all there if you want to watch. It's a movie show. We talk about nice. movies. It's fun. Yeah, check it out. I think it'll be good. It's for me, I got nothing but this and the Patreon. And I'm, mm. but the Patreon's been slacking, so uh, it's Patreon's a slack and don't come. A- <laughs> uh, don't worry. Uh, we'll be all back. you patrons out there that are hearing this as I say it right now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> there, there are more patron episode, patron episodes, exclusives coming. Uh, in the meantime, just keeping your out for here for more info. More oh yeah, info, we'll, right? we'll be back. And we'll yeah. be back strong. We will be back strong, stronger than ever. Strong mm-hmm. bear like strength. Bear like strength. Yeah. Five hundred pounds of bear strength. <laughs> yeah, cause, uh, yeah, and it's completely condensed until you have about a five foot two body so that's yes. a lot of strength mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like a shit brick house <laughs> a, brick shit. <laughs> a brick shit house or a shit brick house either way oh, <laughs> two totally different houses two different two totally different modes of construction <laughs> one i prefer more than the other i think <laughs> oh they have brick houses really i won't gross. tell you which one <laughs> The curb appeal on that shit brick house is just not, <laughs> not there. Oh, well. Nobody's going to buy that one on the market for some reason. <laughs> it's been on the market for seven straight years. Yeah, but it was purchased before that, though. Somebody lived it in for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, There's always someone I, who's really into it. Yeah, <laughs> they, they passed away. And they may or may not still be in there. Okay. <laughs> 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 so oh boy yeah, we should probably, wants to go in there we need to end this episode quick mm-hmm. we should do it the way we end every episode right right oh here it comes see there it is he crash lands on my yeah. finds a thing oh my god with a genie In the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Wish there were words. <laughs> I bet there are words. Oh, can... yep. We know there are. And there it is. Wow. There's got to be lyrics to that. Genie, I dream of Genie. Genie, I dream of Genie. <laughs> she, he was just an astronaut. He was a genie in a bottle. He crash landed on the island and found her right there. <laughs> right he there. rubbed the bottle and she came out and granted him wishes. Now she is his eternal slave. Boom, boom. <laughs> eternal slave. <laughs> Genie <laughs> wants nothing but more than to get away from Master, but she can't because she's bound. A magic <laughs> law. Oh, 
The Monster Hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gola, and Terry Vickroy. Keith is the host of the Pop-Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gullett. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.